Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Hi folks, it's Dr. Christine Sauer, host of the show Healthy Alternatives and I'm today with Erin Madden. She is a Bachelor of Applied Science of Nutrition and Health or something like that. <laughs> And she is an expert in meal planning, recipes, and all the good things about nutrition. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm happy to have you. It's it's a real pleasure. And today, we are excited. We want to talk about why people get fat and how to get rid of the fat for good and get healthy at the same time so we're not about the latest fat diet like the grapefruit diet the banana mm. diet the pancake diet or <laughs> one of the thousands of fads that mm. just fill There's the magazines new ones. <laughs> yeah how about the ice chip diet that actually makes some sense <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk a little bit about why some people uh, can't lose the weight or start eating after they went on a diet and I recommend you listen to the previous video that we talk about diets where we share our take on diets and healthy eating and today we want to get specifically why we are having such an epidemic of obesity which never in history happened mm. it happened about 30 years ago it started that really the people were getting fatter and fatter and the more the low-fat craze took hold and the people cut the fat, increased their carbs and sugars, the more they gained weight, the more type 2 diabetes increased with all its nasty complications mm -hmm. like kidney failure, blindness, amputations. You don't want to have it, neither do I. Nope. So, <laughs> That is an epidemic now, and the current nutrition advice is, I think, still eat uh, mostly low-fat and eat a lot of vegetables yeah. and eat a lot of fruit and uh, full starchy uh, whole wheat grains and three meals a day and two snacks, which yes. is really not working. And that's why people get th bigger and bigger and the children get bigger. And sugar is so addictive. It really is. I'm craving chocolate right now as we talk. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> two-bite brownies in the back. I know. Um, the temptation is the temp everywhere. It really is. It <laughs> is. And it's tough because you can't lose weight using your willpower. Mm. Your willpower lasts maybe a day or two. Yeah. If you're really strong willpower, maybe 10 days. And you <laughs> lose weight in those 10 days. But you need to adopt a lifestyle and eating style yeah. that supports your willpower. That, that's so, uh, so important. You really want to adapt to a healthy lifestyle and still be able to have joy in your life. Like there's Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm not saying to eat like a salad on those days and mm -hmm. like skip the gravy and potatoes. You can certainly enjoy all that. It's just about using those foods as moderation and still be able to eat healthy about 80% of the time. And that's true. So I've been thinking a lot about why people gain weight and can't lose it again. And one of the factors, I identified eight factors that in my mind have a very important place in 
weight gain and weight regain after loss. One, of course, is a mindset. And many people hate their body as it is. They are perfectionists. Everything has to be just right. Yeah. And many people feel fat, unlovable, ugly and lazy. Now you might say, how can I love my body when I'm 100 pound overweight? I hear you. I was there. I didn't feel good either. But it is so important to learn to love yourself. Mm. So hypnotherapy can help. And I'm just referring to our body, mind and spirit transformation mm -hmm. course where that is part of it. And you can actually influence your own automatic negative thoughts by writing them down and writing against it. I call that become an internal anteater, <laughs> what uh, Dr. Daniel Amen calls it. It's a funny way of uh, saying cognitive behavioral therapy, change your thoughts, change your life. Cause number two in my books is we are not clear about why we want to lose weight. Now, what do most people say why they lose weight? They want, they are able to identify the three W's. Now, I think the most the people, they don't think about it to start with. They tell you, I want to lose weight to look better. Yeah. They tell us they want to lose weight to please their partner. Mm. Some say I want to lose weight to get healthy. That's true. Yeah. But they, that doesn't go to the root really, because mm. if you want to look good, we ask, why do you want to look good? Yeah. And who really are you and who do you want to become? And why are you here on the planet? We call it the three W's. <laughs> and what do I want to do with the rest of my life, even if it's just the day you have the rest of the life? Use it. And that often leads to people saying, hmm, I never thought about it. And when you think about it, then people say, well, I really want to lose weight because right now going up the steps, I'm huffing and puffing and my joints hurt and I want to be able to play with my grandchildren, see them grow up and maybe take my granddaughter across the stage mm. when she gets married. That's a much better reason. That is, absolutely. And, 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 and that goes really deep and in our group session. Sometimes we go deep. And sometimes we offer individual sessions for people that need a little bit extra support. And that's a specialty from our program. We offer a ton of support, yeah. don't we? And that's so helpful. And of course, your hormones can be an important reason you can't lose weight. Exactly. How do you know it's your hormones? You are, some people can just not feel like they're hungry throughout the day and we generally see this a lot in older people because they just they feel like they just don't um, they're not hungry um, skin is dry and the hair the um, hair can get brittle and thin and also, also people can just feel very stressed and mm -hmm. they can feel very anxious and depressed and that a lot all that can be tied into hormone imbalances absolutely and we see often that people say oh i only eat like a bird mm -hmm. but they're really big and then people laugh and say you're lying not necessarily no. it can be that their basic metabolic rate is so low from constant low calorie diet yeah 
that they just don't lose weight even with minimal food. And when you're not eating enough, you lose a lot of muscle tissue. So that's going to hold on to more fat and increase mm -hmm. more fat cells and slow on the metabolism. I see this a lot in older clients. Yes. And they, and, um, they say the same thing. I don't eat anything. Why am I not losing the weight? And after analyzing their food journal, it's like, well, you're under a thousand calories. You should be eating more than that. Yes, and but you don't eat enough. Yeah, and a lot of them are like, well, I don't feel hungry. I shouldn't yeah. have to eat if I'm not feeling hungry. <laughs> and and really that is true. But the, the thing is, a low-calorie diet that you have every day and eat three low-calorie meals, mm. it lowers your basic metabolic rate. And I read in the literature and in the amazing good books of Dr. Jason Fung that when you fast the opposite happens mm -hmm. your basic metabolic rate goes up and you get more energy your memory gets clearer hey that that is absolutely cool so i thought i checked out and i read all the books about it and uh, there's a lot to it it's the oldest kind of diet is not eating when you're not hungry eating when you're hungry eating whole foods yeah and that's also important i think a lot of people are just eating the wrong types of mm -hmm. foods even though that they're still like eating below a thousand um but if they're just filling up on junk food you mm. know they're just they're not eating enough protein and right that so we and talked a lot people, about that <laughs> yeah older people often have low stomach acid and mm. that means they don't digest the proteins they don't get the amino acid they lose muscle mass definitely no, of course our gut health is important. So some people, they get, feel bloated a lot, constipated, or have diarrhea and constipation. It's called IBS. You can fix that other than with medication. And it's not all in your head. People get acid reflux. Interestingly, most of the time, they still have low acid. People have brain fog, very common. They can't think properly. Oh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Uh, what was it? <laughs> and they get tired. And many people come to us and say, oh, I'm so tired of being tired all day. Mm. So what can you do about it? For that, great things, you can basically um, heal your gut by eating gut healing foods. You can always get tested for food sensitivity. Biggest part is to eliminate white sugar and flour. There's no vitamins and minerals, no nutrients to eating any of those. So the best thing you can do is just to cut it out and to always eat more vegetables. Mm. And good healing foods, for example, I love bone broth. Yes, bone broth. Make it in the slow cooker. It's easy to make and it's tasty. Mm. And it's really good for your gut because it contains glutamine and uh, and and all kinds of uh, nutrients and amino acids yeah. and collagen minerals. is also important. Collagen is the same as gelatin. Yeah. <laughs> if you buy grass-fed gelatin, you pay half as if you buy hydrolyzed collagen powder. So buy the grass-fed gelatin; it's the same stuff. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, many people have inflammation, and inflammation also keeps the weight up. And how do people know whether they are inflamed? Basically, clients can feel tired all the time, uh, poor memory and brain fog as well. You might experience uh, t like very regular headaches and maybe migraines. Um, even body aches and pains that could indicate many um, a lots of inflammation, as well as allergies or skin issues like mm. eczema. Eczema so so common. 
and it's so important and i always look at the blood work that the clients have taken hardly any doctor does an hscrp which is a simple blood test it's the abbreviation for high sensitivity c reactive protein which is an inflammation marker and in our uh, width of the world normal is between zero and eight but it should be below one or you have inflammation in your body that needs to be addressed of course food sensitivity can cause inflammation and I always recommend people get a thorough assessment before they, uh, uh, before we know what really to do for the inflammation, what's the root cause. Definitely, because there's um, a lot of fruit and vegetables would be a general protocol for mm. inflammation, but some vegetables are actually more inflammatory than others, such as nightshades found in bell peppers and tomatoes. So it's actually important to actually understand what the inflammation mm. is so you can actually uh, take steps towards um, improving your lifestyle yeah. and healthy eating. Um, but like always um, reducing your food, um, the processing of food can definitely make a, um, a, big difference. a big difference in someone else's diet as well as increasing your omega-3 fatty acids is Absolutely, also that mm. is very good. And it is also a fact that fasting, even intermittent <laughs> fasting, is highly anti-inflammatory definitely and if you suspect that you may have food sensitivities and want to save yourself the expense of a decent food sensitivity test which goes about four hundred dollars the easiest way is to uh, water only with himalayan salt fast for about four five even seven day under supervision of a trained professional and suddenly the inflammation is out of the body there's no more food sensitivities and if you feel 100 percent better then afterwards you can start slowly reintroducing so that's a process that is fascinating now there's another reason why people hold on to their fat and that is a toxic overload mm. how do we get a toxic overload Main thing is when people are eating regular or packaged foods that is heavenly processed. So if you mm. eat a lot of fast food and takeout, there's most likely going to be processed food in that mm. meal. Um, smokers especially can get toxic overload. And that applies to marijuana smokers too. Mm. Meat smoking is not healthy, even no. if you think it is. It isn't. Definitely. And if you're also exposed to paint thinners and fumes, maybe you have a job that has a lot of toxin smells, mm -hmm. um, people can get exposed to that sort of environment. And those uh, are fat-soluble toxins. Mm, definitely. They get enriched in your fat. Definitely. Definitely. And skincare. Um, that's a big thing. People um, don't think about it. Yeah. Cosmetics. Yeah, definitely. So if you're wearing the wrong type of um, cosmetics, foundations, that's going to produce a lot of toxins. Mm. If uh, And also touching your face can also create some toxins too. Not really toxins. No? One infection that Infections you can get okay. from your hand. But <laughs> Interestingly, I read a study that 70% by the EWG that 70% of lipsticks still contain lead. And who That's doesn't use lipstick? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you, you should go to the website ewg.org and check your lipstick and buy one without lead. 
Yeah. And the environmental watch uh, group, that's EWJ working group, they, they're really good. It's also important not to eat too much fish throughout the week because there's always toxins in fish. Mm, especially and, large fish like yes. salmon and tuna. Yeah, so it's recommended to eat no more than two to three servings per week. Mm -hmm. So if you're heavy on the fish, you always want to reduce that and make sure that you're drinking purified water as well. That is so true. And my take on fish is eat small, mm. fatty, cold, cold water fish, sardines, anchovy, yes. mackerel, herring. Those are relatively low in toxins, but the whole ocean is toxic yes. nowadays. And of course, organic or better biodynamic food, less processed, the same thing. And mm. avoid those Rome sprays. Yes. They don't freshen the air. They spray. They give me headaches. <laughs> me too. They're toxic. Avoid mm. them. They're actually deadly for certain birds and other pets. Yeah. Don't use room spray. What are you, what's your take on essential oils? Essential that? oils can be okay, but you have to check if your pet um, yes. might react to it or might die from it. Some birds can't handle some essential oils. So. I made the mistake of not checking and we had an ant problem last year mm -hmm. and I put peppermint oil on the floor <laughs> and I found out that pets were, or cats, we have cats, mm -hmm. um, they're, uh, they are, uh, they, you can't get, pe give peppermint oil to a cat. So I pretty much had to disinfect the whole oh. area. So I learned that, <laughs> learned from okay. my mistakes. Oh yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> and uh, for ants, I recommend actually diatomaceous earth. It's yeah. harmless and it works. <laughs> Same for slugs, those oh, nasty little good ones. To know. And often people that are overweight suffer from nutrient deficiencies. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, they come and say, when I tell them you may have a nutrient deficiency, they say, how can I be nutrient deficient? I have too much, I'm fat. <laughs> but it's just not true. And a lot of the times people can get nutrient deficiencies is they are always craving sugar. So if you're eating a lot of process and low nutrient foods, you're not actually getting enough vitamins and minerals. So that's, your donuts, yes. your muffins, So you're your constantly toast. craving, some people crave sugar when they're nutrient deficiency or they crave salt. Um, or whatever the craving is, there might be an underlying cause to why you're craving so much of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, uh, if you're eating too much out of season, that can also create an imbalance in your diet. And the reason for that is interestingly, when you eat fresh produce out of season, it usually has been on the shelf for weeks on mm -hmm. end. And it still looks good because it's all bred to be good. But if you ever tasted strawberries from some foreign country in the middle of the winter, they usually look great. And then you bite in them, uh, no taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Definitely. And then the last thing that can cause a nutrient deficiency is if you're taking any medications, so mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals. Um, usually when you get a drug, you're always getting a long list of things that could happen. <laughs> and you don't read it because yes. you say the doctor should know. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So but the you, worst mm -hmm. one really is long-term use of stomach pills mm. because we need the stomach acid so bad. Yeah. And there are other ways to help with 
gastric reflux with acid reflux so it's very important if you take stomach pills don't take them longer than six weeks if you have to take them longer than six weeks there's something else at the root of it definitely other common offender is the anti-baby pill anti-baby birth control pill oh, i think yep. yeah <laughs> in that's, that's what we see in germany anti-baby pill birth control pills uh, are notorious for preventing certain nutrients to be absorbed mm. and b vitamins are essential for our brain health and they are often not resorbed yeah. properly they are um, uh, birth control pills are notorious for depleting our good flora mm. our healthy probiotics so a lot of people who are on birth control tend to feel very bloated and they a, actually crave sugar a good that. book by isabella venzi she's a pharmacist drug muggers <laughs> i like that so what can you do about it basically you want to eat local and organic as much as you can um, eat in season if you have the ability to do so and um, uh, supp take a nutritional supplement as needed. So I would highly recommend that you talk to Doc Christine about that because um, she's more knowledge. I wouldn't recommend that you just um, read in a magazine ad about this top supplement that's supposed to cure everything. Oh yes and, and so pay for the TV advertising and what I love to, to call it is the nutrient orchestra. Absolutely. That's because we name. need the combination of the food and the supplement to make a full nutritional Definitely. plan. And there's so many horrible quality supplements out oh, on the yes. market. And um, so, um, so if you just pick up a generic brand, a lot of the times it's just going to be poorly absorbed in the body. And Christine knows a lot about the supplements out on the market so she can give you some I really good ones pretty good <laughs> idea and i make supplement plans customized supplement <laughs> plans and it works well with your meal plans Absolutely. because you have a meal plan and then sometimes yeah you can't afford organic food mm. you can't afford grass-fed beef it's so expensive and you don't need to yeah and always remember that if you're low in b vitamins or if you're iron anemic um, and you have to take a supplement for that it's always good to increase the food sources as well to make it work better you never want to just rely solely on supplements mm. supplements means what they they what they say they do they're supposed to supplement your your food, food. and you always want to make sure you're getting yeah. enough food sources as well yeah the sad thing about food sources, on the other hand, is that in the last 50 years, the nutrient content of food has decreased by mm. as much as 80%. Yeah. So we have to eat way more vegetables to get the same benefits that somebody got from maybe a fifth of the portion yeah. years ago. And that's terrible, but uh, we can't change it, sadly. So that's why most people will benefit from supplements at least some of the time. Yeah. And emotional eating, of course, is an important part. I'm an emotional eater. When I'm stressed out, when I'm not feeling good, I want chocolate. Mm -hmm. And I want milk chocolate, the one with the sugar. <laughs> mm. And I have a nice uh, image. Uh, there's a study that uh, rats were fed heroin or sugar or cocaine on one side, sugar on the other side. Guess what they choose? They choose the sugar. On my picture, it's a hamster because they look prettier. <laughs> but it, it is very true. Many of us eat for other reasons than physical hunger. What do we eat? Why do we eat? Basically, um, emotional reasons. You're eating for physical hunger. You, because you eat, um, it's 
you eat because it's time mm. uh, and like snacking all day long. If you're mm -hmm. snacking on junk food, you're just going to want to keep craving more of it throughout yeah, the day. Many have so. heard, well, you should snack to keep your blood sugar stable, yeah. but it's the opposite Absolutely. because if you eat a lot of sweet foods mm. and I've experienced it myself an hour or two later, mm. your sugar goes so low that you get shaky you get a little weak and tired and then you start sweating profusely you think you're in menopause even if you're not and then you're you get hungry because you mm. need to eat to get your sugar back up so your sugar goes on a roller coaster absolutely and because that you are snacking a lot of it is sweet or salty snack foods and mm. that's going to crave you're going to want more of it throughout the day and if you're not portioning out your foods a lot of people can just kind of have uh -huh. a big bag of chips right in front of them and just start eating them when they're on the TV and the next thing you know that bag is all gone yeah. and they took in over a thousand calories it's so easy to do yeah. I did it too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so easy but actually in our BMST our body mind and spirit transformation we have a cravings questionnaire and I made it from uh, Julia Ross's book The Craving Cure and we can recommend uh, certain amino acids that are for your cravings type because there's five different ones that Julia Ross uh, distinguished and it actually works mm. you can beat your cravings by eating a certain amino acid and over time you can adopt a better lifestyle and eliminate the cravings for good. So what can you do about all your emotional eating habits? Basically just give yourself time, be very patient with yourself, don't put yourself down if you did cave into a craving. Oh, we all do that. Oh yeah. shit, I ate that chocolate but I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Now that makes you feel guilty and when you feel guilty, what do you want? More chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, another thing that you want to do is just don't beat yourself up over every slip of, the, of your craving. Um, simply enjoy occasional treats like if you do have a like a chocolate bar in front of you um, don't um, don't beat yourself up if you do actually enjoy that occasional treat and make a list of non-food things that you do actually enjoy as well so that's good what would yeah. that be for me it's Tai Chi is non-food yeah. that I enjoy or playing with my pet petting my dog yeah going shopping and finding a new um, wardrobe or maybe yeah. getting a new haircut or yeah. getting a pedicure so things right. that make you feel good or even in the absolutely inside. free stuff go yeah. out to the library and yeah. uh, listen to some interesting stuff and or... that's what I love to do I don't use food as a way to combat stress I love listening to music yes um, dance your <laughs> life out definitely that's I, a good one I like the music yeah I um, uh, I love music um, I loved going for walks and I love just kind of being in a quiet place and just mm. reading that's my way on on how to de-stress I just a real book yeah my god they still exist they, they still do I'm telling you it's it's amazing it's better for your eyes especially mm. before sleep because mm. the blue light from all electronic devices will keep you up well, well, I have to um, admit that I don't use an actual book. You use a book, use, electronic I, reader, yeah. <laughs> but they're not, they don't emit very blue, much blue light, That's and true, I have yeah. one here, I use them too. 
<laughs> but that's they're very convenient because they're not so heavy. Mm, definitely. I like I, that idea. With I, I don't like flipping pages, and like some of the books are like just so so heavy, and that's like, true. Yeah. So that's I true. I have to stay current with the technology. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But we don't have to be totally dependent on it. That's important too. No, that's true. <laughs> and yes, if you actually say go to a wedding and you want to eat a choose uh, eat a piece of wedding cake, enjoy it. Eat mindfully. Be in the moment. When you eat the wedding cake, don't watch TV or talk to people. Enjoy mm. the bite. Enjoy it. Your mouth feel that soft, squishy cake and the sweetness. Enjoy it. Mm. And then say to yourself afterwards, was it really as good as I thought it was? <laughs> Most of the time it isn't. Yeah. Because when I ask myself after I have a chocolate bar, like stress eating, I ask myself, how did that taste now? And I say to myself, like nothing. I should have had a salad yeah. with some cheese. It's good too. Definitely. So that brings us pretty much to the end of today if you want to check out our body mind and spirit transformation please do so the link is below and uh, it is a great program it works it's proven it's online it's convenient and the, the best thing is the results so on the on the website that we direct you to you can see some testimonials of successful participants that enjoyed being in the program enjoyed all the support you get it that's unparalleled. There's no other program that helps people that already have health issues or food allergies actually lose weight and get healthy like we do. So thanks for being on the show, Erin. I'm excited to start a new iteration Absolutely. next week. Absolutely. I always love being on your show, Christine. And yeah. hopefully we are going to get some new enrollment because Absolutely. it's always exciting when um, someone is just starting their journey and it's nice to help them through it all. Help them through it all and see them succeed yes. and then see them happy and healthy and say, hey, you had a little part in this. We are not doing it. You are doing it. Absolutely. It's, it's your body. It's your work. You're the expert for your body. I always say that. Yes, definitely. We're and just giving you the guidelines. We are giving to help you some it. guidelines mm. and you do all the work. Sorry to say that, but it's a case. It, it really is. We um, give you shortcuts, but... We, we don't is... hold you down and feed you. <laughs> no, we don't force you to eat healthy, mm. but we make it easy. Yeah. And fun. <laughs> we always have fun in the meetings, don't we? We do, absolutely. There's always amazing uh, questions coming up. And yeah. we, we love talking about weight loss and, um, and healthy, eating, and, healthy and, eating. and how to get healthy in all dimensions. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> weight loss is just not a linear process. So there's so no, many. No, and it's not really just weight loss. Mm -hmm. It is starting a healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life. So you age healthily, you age the best you can, and hopefully one day you'll fall asleep at night and don't wake up. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> Definitely. And then I want to have been able to say, I did what I could to stay healthy so I could do what I really wanted to do in life, which is for me helping others. Definitely. Okay, talk to you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.